Welcome to the Rabbi Greenberg Show, the podcast that brings Jewish knowledge to you. Now that we've ingested the food of matzah, food that enhances and strengthens our faith, in which we internalize the energy of redemption, we now come to Moror, the bitter herbs. We think we're already out of the woods. We've already not only spoken about the Exodus, experienced it while we were saying those words, and we even internalized it by eating the matzah, the symbol of redemption. We still have a way to go because we can't ever feel fully free as long as there are some other Jews other members of our community who are still enslaved. And when I say enslaved, I don't mean physically enslaved, but morally, spiritually, intellectually. And as long as they're suffering, whether it's physical suffering or emotional or spiritual suffering, then we feel murder, we feel the bitterness. And we're not really totally free. In order for us to be free, we have to empathize with those who are not free, for those for whom life is still bitter. So we eat the murrah, the bitter herbs, in order to experience that bitterness, that empathy that we have to feel for others. But we're not supposed to wallow in our bitterness. We're not supposed to be overcome and overwhelmed by it because that could destroy our ability to help liberate the other person. And it, it destroys our own ability to get out of Mitzrayim, to get out of this spiritual bondage. So we have to temper the bitterness with sweetness, and that's the reason why we dip the marar, the bitter herbs, in charosis, the sweet mixture of fruit and nuts and wine. But we don't really eat the charosis. Now, people who like to eat charosis could eat it later on during the meal, but when we eat the marar, we just dip it in symbolically because we don't want to lose the taste of the mara. We don't want to lose the whole point of feeling that bitterness. Now, it's interesting that what do we use for bitter herbs? So actually, according to Jewish law, there are five different plants, but two are the most common. One is romaine lettuce, and the other one is horseradish. Now, most people will wonder, romaine lettuce is not bitter. So the Talmud explains that romaine lettuce, if you look at its root, it starts off being sweet and it becomes very bitter with pr- progression of time. And that describes the type of bitterness the Jews experienced. Pharaoh didn't just wake up one day and say, okay, all Jews are now slaves. He regimented them into a workforce by first offering them pay and making it feel that this was a patriotic thing of rebuilding Egypt. And he himself, the Midrash tells us, participated in the reconstruction of Egypt. And gradually, little by little, he withdrew. They stopped paying the people. And before the Jews knew it, they were already regimented into a workforce that they couldn't get out of. That's what one form of bitterness. Sometimes bitterness doesn't come in one fell swoop. It doesn't just happen. It's a gradual process. And we have to recognize that when you see someone suffering a little, it could get much worse with the passage of time, and we have to empathize with that. So we have the bitter herbs that we dip in the charosis, and then we have 
korech, the sandwich. Some people attribute the invention of the sandwich to an 1800, 1800 uh, British aristocrat, but the truth is it goes back all the way to the days of the Second Temple, the great sage Hillel, who lived over 2,000 years ago, that his way of observing the Seder was to take the matzah and to make a sandwich out of it with lamb from the Paschal offering and the bitter herbs and eat it all together. And we actually say the words, this is what Hillel did. He would wrap all these things together and eat, eat it together. What is the message and the symbolism here? The symbolism of the sandwich is that somehow we're able to mix the symbol of liberation, the lamb, Paschal lamb was liberation, it's called Pesach, passing over. <clears throat> it has the matzah, which symbolizes the exodus, and it also has the bitter herbs, all in one. How could you experience these opposite emotions? And the answer is, when you are limited, when you are bound to a certain mold, a certain form, you can't really change. You're either in this form or in the other form. You can't be in two forms that are antithetical to one another at the same time. That's when you're bound by those forms. That's when you're in exile. But when you're liberated, when you reach a spiritual force of liberation, the two different emotions, the joy, the celebration at the exodus, and the feeling of bitterness at the pain and suffering that there are people who go through, that we've gone through, we can experience both of those emotions simultaneously. That's the sign that we're really out of exile, that we are able to rejoice and we're able to commiserate. We're able to celebrate and we're able to empathize. That's the sign of true redemption. Thanks for listening to The Rabbi Greenberg Show.